welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. It's been said that if we cultivate dependability, you'll always have responsibility. And that's a good thing, because responsibility gives meaning to life. As we pursue the good life, we want responsibility, we want expectations to live up to, and having responsibility gives good meaning to life and gives life purpose. So dependability is our virtue of today, and the excess of dependability is stubbornness. If we're too stuck in our ways and too rigid and too dependable, we become stubborn. And that's, that's not a good thing. That goes back to our virtue of adaptation. As we see, these are all beginning to play off each other in balance. And what about the deficiency of dependability? The deficiency is unreliability. Unreliability. We've all run into someone who's unreliable and have oftentimes probably been unreliable ourselves. So as we talk about dependability, let's uh, give it a little definition today. Dependability is defined as capable of being relied on for consistency in character or trusted in the accomplishment of a task. So it's the capability of being consistent in character or trusted in the accomplishment of a task. I've seen dependability in several folks in my life. Our family has been able to move a few times to live in several different areas of the United States. And it's a fun adventure to move, but the day of loading the moving truck is is hard and sometimes stressful. Fortunately, God has always given us a few dependable friends that are willing to take a day or two out of their lives and help us with this exhausting and thankless task. These friends and I have bonded together by that dependability shown during this time of need. It's tough to to show up and pack someone up and see them off. It's also tough to show up and help someone unload that you don't even know. But that dependability is such a virtue. It's such a virtue. Paul's words to the Philippians encouraged a similar lifestyle of consistent dependability among believers. We read about that in Philippians 1. 27 through 30. Paul tells the Philippians, Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation and that from God. For it has been granted to you 
that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him and also suffer for his sake, engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. So Paul's telling the Philippians, stand side by side in your faith, even when you're suffering, especially when you're suffering. That's what reveals the vices and, and, and cultivates the vices and gives, gives soil to exhibit vices in our life, is, is suffering. When things aren't easy, sometimes it's much easier to have the virtue in life, but when life gets tough, it's when we quickly exhibit vice. So, are there any times in the Bible or history or literature or film that you've, you've seen someone dependable? For me, I think of uh, Sam, Samwise Ganji from Lord of the Rings. It's such a, a great book if you haven't read that. Sam's very de- dependable. He's a consistent, dependable friend, and he definitely exhibits that virtue well. Uh, in the Bible, um, certainly... Paul's companion, Silas, was a dependable friend. We read about them traveling together, and, and even, even Paul preferring to take Silas because Mark had not been dependable, and maybe, maybe he needed to exhibit the virtue of forgiveness to take Mark with him. Um, but, but, uh, but instead, he did take the dependable Silas. So let's look at the vices Quickly, uh, the vice of stubbornness is the excess of dependability, and stubbornness is having or showing dogged determination not to change one's attitude or, or position. Now, that's certainly dependable, but that's being too dependable, too predictable. In Deuteronomy ten sixteen, we see, Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart, and be no longer stubborn. So we need our heart to be transformed. We need heart transformation, not just behavior modification. That's something only the Holy Spirit can do through God. So call out to Him not to be stubborn. The deficiency of dependability is the vice of unreliability. That definition is unstable and not to be trusted or depended on. Luke 16.10 says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with very much. That's someone who's unreliable. Think about your own life. How can you be more dependable today? It's, It's really consistent behavior in one direction. We, we read that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We saw in our virtue of dignity that we are created imago Dei, in the very image of God. We need to reflect that consistency in our life so that we're not two-faced. We don't speak out of both sides of our mouth. Our yes is yes and our no is no. That dependability produces a good life a virtuous life, and a life of happiness. Dependability comes from the the branch of, of faith, the virtue of faith, and there's wisdom in being dependable. There's foresight that's needed. There's consistency in, in justice and truthfulness. All that 
coming from humility and love, love that's grounded in the Trinity. So seek to be dependable today. I know you want to, and I do too. Let's encourage each other to live that virtuous life, seek the good life, and not just contemplate it, uh, not just contemplate it, but act on it. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to TimDernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.